episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel. I have lost 145 pounds, and with me today is... Donald Weigel, and I have lost about 100 pounds, and we are We Only Look Thin. We are, and uh, one thing that we enjoy doing is forgetting we yes. forget uh, we forget what we're going to say. We forget all of the advice that we have given in the past. And yeah. today is no different. And we are banking on your forgetfulness today <laughs> by going back into the We Only Look Thin vaults and uh, yeah. talking about weight loss loopholes. Those vaults are serious, by the way. Do not even think about breaking into them. <laughs> well, <laughs> do you remember like when... The, Disney would open the vaults oh, and yeah, release yeah. Cinderella for a limited time. And right. Like, Quick, watch it's it in the vault. In the <laughs> vault, but in the you know, it's actually funny. We uh, we have Walt Place, W O L T Place, and a couple of people pronounce the W as V's as though we were European, which sounds very continental. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, how's Walt doing? Walt like, Place, <laughs> yeah. It's not Volt. I apologize for the accent. And we <laughs> apologize to Chevy, the makers of the Volt. Oh, yeah, which the, actually, the Chevy Volt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get your mind's worth. It's really the Chevy we only look thin in my <laughs> mind. <laughs> no, we're just Volt, just American Volt. Okay, very good. Yeah. But uh, back in episodes 11 and 12 of this very podcast. 11 and 12? Oh that was gosh. a long time it ago. It wore a sailor suit. and We're, had, we're in the 160s now. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I forget what we talk about and she wore a sailor suit <laughs> i don't know it's like back in like old timey i imagine it in like a daguerreotype with yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know old-fashioned old-timey black and white when we were in black and white <laughs> right the podcast is like was yellowed back then for some reason <laughs> if you go back and listen uh the sound quality is not as rich and dramatic as it is now and oh that my is, goodness such good sound quality now thanks to donald weigel <laughs> i do have nothing to do with the way this sounds well, you provide the uh, the content, though, so... Oh, I thought you were going to say the comedy. We're even. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so way back in the day, uh, like my entire life, I thought weight loss was about two things, moving and eating. Yeah. But it turns out there's a secret third pillar to weight loss, Donald. What? Yes. What? Why hasn't anyone told me about it? I literally talked about it before the podcast started. Oh, yeah, we did. It's mindset. Oh, yeah. Mindset. See, you were you said that I enjoyed forgetting things. I and enjoyed forgetting forgot. that. Yeah. We're like Dory from Finding Nemo. Yeah, but in all seriousness, um, I really do think people don't talk about mindset enough and... Um, yeah, unless you're us, <laughs> in which case we talk about it all the time. Just but the right amount. I really believe that changing my mindset was 60% or more responsible for me managing to finally hit my goal weight and to maintain it for these past three years. Yeah. So back when we started the podcast, we did a two-part episode covering Gretchen Rubin's logic loopholes. Say that five. Easy times for you fast. to say. Oh my yeah. gosh, we re-recorded Peter Piper this like a peck of pickle peppers six <laughs> times. Um, so she talked about loopholes for not starting habits or not keeping habits, and listening to her podcast, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, friend of the show, friend um, of the show. <laughs> I realized that there were so many. Uh, habit loopholes that I was invoking to keep me from my goals. And in the past, I thought all I needed to do was track calories and go to the gym. And it turns out that my mindset of self-sabotage was actually the really big part of me yeah. not being able to keep weight off. Yeah, for sure. And 
these loopholes are essentially they're not in for in the Gretchen Rubin world they're not specifically aimed at weight loss it's any sort of habit forming that somebody does um it it could be gambling it could be uh spending too much money but we are focusing on them in the light of uh of losing and maintaining weight and um you know it's kind of the the overarching theme of these is that people lie to themselves yeah. and i spent my whole life basically lying to myself about why I couldn't get into my best shape, why I couldn't achieve my goals. And when I finally started calling myself yeah. on my own lies is when things really started changing. Well, and I think, too, we're smart people. Are we? We are. Oh, okay, we have, good. We have degrees. Good. Yeah, but we're smart and we want to justify all of our actions and our whys. We're, you know, I'm smart. Why can't I lose weight? I'm, you know, yeah. I've got a lot going on. Why can't I lose weight? If you're listening to this podcast, you are smart, by you the way. You are smart. Yeah. But in that, we try to come up with reasons for why we're not able to achieve our goals. So today we're going to go through five of the habit loopholes that Gretchen Rubin lays out. And then in the next episode, we're going to drop another five. Why? Because you don't remember what we said before. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. It's like uh, Casey Kasem's top 40, only exactly. it's five and five of 10. But honestly, I mean, and we still have to manage these and going back and doing a refresher is as much for me as it is for you. Yeah, seriously. I, in all seriousness, I know this may sound weird. Uh, I really thought I knew these loopholes backwards and forwards. I couldn't remember what one of them was when I was looking at them. I couldn't remember what, by the title, like what it meant. I had to go back and I actually watched a video of Gretchen Rubin talking about it so I could remind myself of what it actually was. Yeah. So in this, as we go through the loopholes, we know that not every single one is going to apply to all of our listeners, but try to find a grain of truth in these. What do you invoke and what excuses are you making to keep you from your goals? The better self-understanding we have and the more, like Donald said, the more we can call ourselves on our own old stories, our old habit loops, the better we are able to move forward. Um, again, I still invoke some of these. I'll talk about that later on the show as we're going through because I feel attacked. That's what we call in the biz a teaser. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I still wonder if I self-sabotage just to have fodder for the show. Yeah. Nobody knows. No one knows. No one will ever know. No, but we have to stay present in our choices because it's so easy after spending 40 plus years of sabotaging ourselves. It's very easy to go back to these old loopholes, especially during times of COVID or job loss or whatever. It's, yeah, it uh, turns out we're very, very good at self-sabotage, so which, which is why- We might be the very best at it. <laughs> <laughs> Never been anyone better at self-sabotage than us. The best saboteurs. All right, so shall we get to the list? Sure. Number one. Number one. It's the this or that false choice loophole. Yes, the false choice, which is setting yourself up with a, I can only do one thing, but not the other. What are some examples of that, dear? That is a good question. So in the this or that, we often see that we only have two choices. And in life, we know from that movie I never saw and book I never read, there are 50 shades of this or that that we can... <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I didn't read it. I don't know what it's about. Maybe it was about choices. It pro Yes, it was about good <laughs> habits as far as I know. If you know what it was about, let yeah, us know. If you know what 50 shades of gray is about, please give us a summary. No. 
please don't. So in in the grand scope, I can't do this because I'm doing that. So I can't track calories because I've got to organize my taxes. Oh, yeah. I can't work out because we've got landscaping that's going to be done and i got to think about what kind of <laughs> yeah. deciduous trees to put in the backyard. Oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> You know. <laughs> yeah, as you, as you do. <laughs> With Donald, he'd just be like, I just want a green one. I don't know what it's called. I don't know. Yeah, can I get the tree kind that goes in the ground and grows? Not that's, the Christmas ones. <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah, yeah, not a Christmas one. Um, I can't think about my health because we're looking at buying a new car. Oh, yeah. I can't portion control because I'm in an argument with my boss. Mm. Uh, I can't join Weight Watchers because right now we're distance learning. I can't deal with that. Yeah. Uh, We are dealing with distance learning. Yeah. Things like I can't exercise because I have too much work to do. I have to go through my emails right now. I I can't join that accountability group because it won't leave me enough time with my family. I love my family so much. Yeah. Uh, I can't pre-track my calories because I'm going to lunch with a client. How Mm. am I supposed to know what I'm going to eat? It's a mystery. So we spend so much time seeing it as a this or that instead of a broad space spectrum uh, of gray as they <laughs> yeah exactly oh one more that i stole directly oh. from gretchen rubin she says um uh, i can't go to bed early any earlier because then i won't have any time for myself yeah, <laughs> which is one that i that use we, all the we time definitely use that. but the the point here is that when you really look at most of these things look sometimes these are valid you know you really can't do two things because there's too much of one thing going on but in reality, most of the time, you really could do both if you actually wanted to. And, you know, you might say to yourself, but I do really want to. But if you <laughs> did really want to, you would do it. Trust me, I figured this out as I've been going along on this whole weight loss journey adventure um, that I was lying to myself all the time about not being able to go to bed earlier, not being able to drink more water, not being able to track my calories, not having time to prep food, not having time to get in exercise like it turns out i was able to do all of those things and the rest of my life did not fall apart yeah it's i think we spend so much time believing that we're too busy too overwhelmed have too much going on and i use that as an excuse to overeat i used parenthood work whatever volunteering as an excuse to why i didn't have time for myself so the question to ask yourself is in all of this what do you see as being true to you? What excuses do you make? Because that's really what they are. Yeah. And the question is, how can I modify this to make it work? If you're saying, I can't pre-track my calories because I'm going to lunch with a client, you can look on the internet and see what the menu is and kind of estimate based on what you think you're going to get, how many calories you're going to have. If you are re-landscaping your yard, you can walk around while you're talking to the landscaper. Yeah, like for you sure. can still do things. Okay, I can't go to the gym, but I can do a five minute walk before dinner. We've talked about it on many, many episodes, different ways that you can make modifications. But instead of the broad stroke, I can't, there's no way. Okay, well, what can you do? Uh, we were talking to our daughter a while ago about a fitness thing that she had to do for school. And she just said, like, I can't do it. I just can't do it. I said, well, what can you do? Like, could yeah, you could, yeah. could you do one knee push-up? Well, yeah, I could. Okay, well, just do that. Like, okay, well, you can't track accurately. Can you estimate based on what it says on your fitness tracker that the Olive Garden version of the, you know, wild taste of Parmesan cheese 
chicken. Right. And and the, the idea here is that you don't need to be 100% perfect on these things. I think that we also sometimes think that if we can't be perfect on these things, that we shouldn't do them at all. So doing something is definitely better than doing nothing. Yeah. And I think, too, I know that I spent so much time making myself busy so that I thought I couldn't manage my own health goals. I over-volunteered. I over you know, worried about things. I fretted. I spent a lot of time scrolling on the internet and watching TV and sitting around and drinking alcohol and eating hummus for hours and hours and hours. And I said I didn't have time. When I, if I go back and look at it, I'm like, boy, I sure did sit a lot. Yeah, exactly. You know, or staying up late and watching Seinfeld reruns oh on channel 13 instead yeah. of getting a good night's sleep so that I could get up early and, and get some steps in the morning before work. Anyway, so how can you take agency in your life? How can you let go of those this or that's? Uh, and if you have questions about how to manage your this is or that's this is, is you can email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com and we can probably help you come up with a, a way to let that go. Yes, indeed, for sure. All right, so our second loophole is the moral licensing loophole. We give ourselves permission to do something bad because we think we've earned it or deserve it. Yeah, and this is sort of the, like, I have been so good, I deserve this treat is the other name for this loophole. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost weight, so I can stop getting on the scale. I'm fixed. Oh, it's yeah. Over. That's a good one. I skipped that indulgence at the party yesterday, so today I deserve a big homemade breakfast. Yeah. I've had a hard day, so I deserve a glass of wine or three. Um, I have... Uh, yeah. I have been working really, really hard, so I deserve uh, takeout plus appetizers and uh, a pint of ice cream. I have said that many times. Yeah, or the, I have been doing something for others, so I deserve a treat for myself now. Yeah. So if you hear yourself saying that you deserve it or you've earned it, you really might want to step back and see if that's actually a great choice for you. Now, we are also not saying that you shouldn't have indulgences. We plan indulgences into our daily habits. For sure. So it's not, you know, it's not like all or nothing. You're not on a diet. It's just about really thinking about your motivations for including a treat in your life. I think the bottom line here is that there is no magical, like, weight loss Santa Claus yeah. that is measuring who's naughty and who's been nice yeah. and like giving you a pass. Well, you donated your time to the children's charity. So yeah. therefore you can eat an entire cheesecake and you won't gain any weight from it. Like it just doesn't work like that. It It is false to say to yourself that you deserve uh, a certain treat because the treat is still going to act on yeah. your body in the same way that it would whether you didn't deserve it, whether you did volunteer your time for somebody else or not. Like you still – it's still going to act upon you the same way that it would whether you were, you know, out kicking puppies instead or something. <laughs> well, and two, the whole like, well, I went to the pancake breakfast and I didn't eat all right, 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 right. So I deserve this. Like, there's no, well, I should get credit for what I didn't do when it comes to calories because calories just have no regret and no sympathy for you. Yeah, exactly. They they still do what they do regardless <laughs> of whether you deserve it or you don't. Exactly. And before we move on to number three, I would just like to pause for a moment and thank my husband for the hours of editing that he does on this podcast. <laughs> 
I uh, I know you won't be able to tell as he seamlessly connects each part of this podcast That's together. right. We have had to stop this podcast, I don't know, 20, 30 times yeah. so far this morning. We've had leaf blowers and uh, pages turning and me forgetting what I was going to say. It's basically every sound that you might hear in a city has happened this morning while we've been trying to record. It's a holiday, but turns out social services and uh, community services do not stop for holidays of presidents. Yeah, if I was writing a comedy about people making a podcast and being interrupted by city sounds, like I could couldn't have come up with more. I think like a herd of cows came through a Jack little while hammers, ago. Yeah. trash trucks, leaf blowers, hammers for some reason. Uh, I just want to thank you for all of your hard work because this is not going to be an easy episode to edit. <laughs> and just because it hasn't been easy doesn't mean you deserve one darn calorie. Mm, I'm just letting you know. Very true. I definitely, as the fifth leaf blower was going by, there aren't even any leaves. It's winter. What are they blowing around? I know. It's, it's fre- February and they're still blowing leaves around. <laughs> I guess they get paid whether there are leaves or not. I guess so. Uh, but I was actually thinking to myself, I deserve a treat for all of these inconveniences that we're experiencing. Then I remembered we were doing an episode on loopholes. Yeah. So now we'll we'll get to the next loophole, which I think before, because I only have one joke, it is the little orphan Annie loophole of tomorrow. The tomorrow (laughs) loophole. It's okay to skip today because tomorrow I'm going to start. Yeah, I like to call this one, uh, this is not a Gretchen Rubin thing. I like to call this the dig yourself deeper before <laughs> you climb out uh, loophole, which is the idea that you're you're in a hole and that you need to climb out of. And instead of just starting to climb out, you decide, oh, I'm going to dig it a little deeper before I, not I make it a little harder. I, because it's not challenging enough right now. So I'm going to make it even harder and dig it deeper. Yeah. I'll start my diet March 1st. So it's okay to indulge now. I will eat whatever I want this week because I'm starting keto with my friend on Monday. I right. got to get it out of my system. So uh, Gretchen Rubin says, we live in a world where we think we're going to be virtuous tomorrow, if we just get it out of our system, one last hurrah, that we'll never need another snack again if we eat it today, we'll be fixed tomorrow because we will have had our fill. Yeah, I love that last hurrah. We, we've talked about it uh, before that that you know idea in december that you know on january 1st you're going to start on the on the new path and so you just destroy everything yeah. on in december and eat as much as possible to get in that last bit of joy before you're going to start and then guess what you don't start on january 1st well and two we live in a world where we think our future self is suddenly going to be imbued with more patience with a better mindset with habits that we're suddenly willing to take on and we don't match become a new person with the turn of a calendar page or a new day of the week. We become that person by doing the things that that person would do, which is really annoying. Yeah, we we start out, we do our habits, we do what we can do right now, and we build on them. That's how we do it. And we build that over time until we finally become that person that we thought we were going to magically become overnight. You're freaking me out, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm here for, freaking you out. Yeah, but it's that, you know, that the tomorrow self is better than the today self. But there's no, I think there, there was some quote in one of those habit things that we look at, probably James Clear. Probably. Friend of the show. Where it's, <laughs> you know, a habit is easier to break today than it is tomorrow. There's yeah. no like, well, you know, tomorrow everything will be better. 
I'll be less stressed out. School will be over. The thing will be over. I'll get past the thing and then it'll be easy. It's never going to be easy. Guess what? Buttercup is never going to be easy. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I think that uh, I apologize, listeners, to the for buttercup community. you being called Buttercup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's number four, Donald? Number four is the lack of control loophole, oh. a.k.a. the I can't help myself. Yeah. I can't can't help myself. What am I to do? I'm a victim of circumstance. Yeah, and and we have talked about before when you tell yourself that you can't do something, you can't do it. Yeah, you're, you you're will gonna prove believe yourself it. right. Yeah, you 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 say to yourself, well, I can't possibly uh, control myself around X, Y, or Z thing. There's just no way. And when you tell yourself that, then it becomes true every time. Yeah. But guess what? If you tell yourself that you can, that can become the truth. And you're not going to find out until you start believing that you can do something. Right. So I just can't resist my coworkers' baked goods. I'm not the one making dinner, so I have no control over what food I have. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. I'm staying with my family for a week, so I can't work out. Yeah. My gym closed. I'm not motivated. What am I to do until the gym opens again? Uh, we opened a bottle of wine. We gotta finish it. Gotta get oh, our money's worth. Oh, that one. The the like I can't I can't throw it away loophole. Yeah. I mean, which is sort of a sub loophole of this loophole. <laughs> now we're it's like so, a loophole man, within a loophole. Oh, it's no. it's like Inception. Suddenly we're at multiple layers of the dream. Right. Uh, I never remember to track my food. Uh, I never yeah. remember. I never, I never remember, remember to there's, do that. There's nothing I can do about that. I never remember to weigh my portion. Mm-hmm. I know, oh, it's always too late before I remember to do the thing that I do. Guess what? We have buttercup. I'll say it now. <laughs> oh, you doubled down on butter, buttercup. <laughs> buttercup. <laughs> I don't want to eat. <laughs> Is it a buttercup of flour? Yes. <laughs> All right. It sounds it's not peanut buttercup. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, but we tell ourselves that we're just not the kind of people who remember those kinds of things. We weren't those people either. We did it by establishing consistent habits, consistent batter. Pa- Batter, <laughs> consistent batters of behavior. The only way to create a habit is to consistently perform that behavior. Yeah. And to schedule a time and a place to do it and a routine and a ritual. It is very easy to, like they say, it takes 21 days to start a habit or to, you know, to solidify a habit. Guess what? If I get in the habit of going to McDonald's, I don't need 21 days no, to make that a habit. No, I could make that habit in a light, in a day. Boom, <laughs> it is now a habit. Habits are about making it easy to make the habit, to have the resources and the tools out to make it happen. If we tell ourselves it's hard, it will be hard. But it takes us two, two minutes to track our breakfast, two minutes for lunch, dinner. We're talking six minutes a day. It's not that much. It's just a habit that we've created. So Yeah, and you are stronger than you think. You are an adult who is capable of great and difficult things, and you can do it. I used to tell myself all the time that I couldn't, that I would never, and those kinds of negative thoughts seep in, and I began to believe them, and guess what? It turns out I could do it, and I did do it, and I am doing it every day, and believe me, 
If I can, you can too. You're probably stronger and more capable than I am, and I believe in you. Yeah, well, and two, I think, you know, in the end, if we don't start taking some agency for the choices in our life, we're going to wake up at age 41 and wonder what happened. And, you know, like, when are you supposed to finally be an adult? An adult always seems like 10 years older than you are. Like, oh, well, then when I'm that age, then I'll be the kind of person who does that. If we don't start taking some responsibility for ourselves, we're going to be 80 being like, well, I'm still trying to figure it out. 90-year-olds sure are lucky to have it figured out. Yeah, exactly. You know how people are always saying that about 90-year-olds. <laughs> when I'm 90, then I'll figure it out. All right. So now we're on number five. Number five. Number five. I think we've been working on this podcast for about seven hours now. It seems like a, a simple 30-minute <laughs> episode, but we're Donald and I are in this. We are deep. Our, our tie collars are loosened. Our hair's frazzled. I know. I've rolled up my short sleeve t-shirt. Our cigarettes <laughs> in the passing of time are down to nubs now, and the cigarette ashtray is now just uh, full of ash and regret. All right. Let's do it. Number five. Okay, this one is, Donald and I got confused on this one because we were calling it two different things. So it's all the same thing. So here we go. Uh, it's the planning to fail loophole or uh, previously called the apparently irrelevant decision loophole. I think planning to fail is a better one. Yeah, planning to fail is better. And it is the idea that you, whether you acknowledge it or not, you set yourself up to fail. You say to yourself, well, I'm going to buy these cookies just in case company stops For by. Company. Yeah. For company. Uh, you drive to the hardware store to get some sandpaper. And oh no, that taqueria truck is parked outside there again. Oh, they're always there. I want to support local business. Exactly. Oh, I'm so surprised. Uh, I went to the store to get some broccoli, but they were having a sale on slices of, of cake. They got a sale. I got to get the two ninety nine slice of cake. Yeah, the example, uh, really example that I love, Gretchen Rubin gave on her uh, website was she talked about somebody who had a gambling issue and they were in Las Vegas and the person said, well, I was in Las Vegas. What am I supposed to do other than gamble? And Gretchen Rubin was like, well, why were you in Las Vegas? And the guy was like, well, I bought a new car and I needed to take it on a road trip to make sure it was good. And you took it on a road trip specifically to Las Vegas so that you could, you know, so you had no choice other than to gamble. And that's the kind of thing we're talking about. Right. And the like, you know. I'm not going to order an appetizer, but I might taste yours, like just to see what it tastes like. Oh, I'm making cookies for my daughter's class, but I really should taste it and do a, a sample test batch first to make sure that it's good because I don't want to make the kids cry. Yeah, or I'm I'm really solid on my diet and exercise plan until I go to the buffet and then I have to get value out of the buffet. So I eat all of the stuff. Guess what? Don't go to the buffet. You're planning to fail. Right. Or, you know, or, you know, like, oh, let's go for a walk. Oh, I forgot that our favorite restaurant is right there. Oh, who knew? Oh, look, the bakery's there. Oh, no. Yeah. And the thing that I used to do all the time was to wait till I was kind of hungry. I wouldn't eat beforehand. I wouldn't bring any food with me. Then I would plan to go to several stores back to back and I would find myself so hungry that I had no choice but to eat the fast food that was right there. I feel like Donald's attacking me a little bit because <laughs> yes, was it yesterday or the day before? I don't know. It's a three-day weekend. Time has no meaning anymore. Um, 
went to Costco because I needed to return some things. Our daughter wanted a slice of pizza uh, to have for dinner because then I wouldn't have to make dinner, which is great. I was like, I'm here. I might as well get myself a piece of pizza to have <laughs> for dinner because I can afford that. I but, regret not volunteering to go get the pizza now too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I was like, no, 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 I'll get it. <laughs> I didn't intend to get pizza. I stayed in line to pay for our groceries. Yeah. I feel like we're like in front of Judge Judy and she's going to decide who the loser is, which is probably yeah. me. Oh, uh, wow. But I was like, I'll get myself a slice of pepperoni pizza. It's not like pizza and support the economy uh i ate it cold while putting groceries away it did not make it to dinner uh i had it for lunch i wolfed it down it was not classy and uh that seemed to be an irrelevant decision it was just oh just getting pizza for tonight yeah it was not it did not make it there it was impulsive and that uh i should know better that's a loophole the costco loophole it sure is so I have learned over time that part of this is planning for success yeah. and ignoring that planning to fail. I used to set myself up for failure all the time, whether it was conscious or unconscious. There was a part of me that wanted that excuse to go off of my diet and exercise plan. And now I don't allow myself to give into that. I plan ahead. I have emergency backup food. I have emergency backup plans for things. And look, does life sometimes happen and it doesn't go exactly as I would like? Yes, absolutely. But at least now I'm conscious of it and I've stopped lying to myself. And I can, instead of setting myself up for failure, try and at least set myself up for success. And it tends to work out most of the time. Well, and being honest with yourself about your intentions, because even if I you know, say to myself, there is a very good chance if I go to Costco and I get pizza and I say I'm going to have it for dinner, that it won't make it home. You know, and just that bit of honesty and knowing yourself and understanding what you're going to do. Because you watch TV shows where people just make the same mistakes over and over yeah. again. And it's like, you know you're going to do that if you do that. And even, you know, I'm, I'm going to take a crack at the show Cheers while oh. we're at it. Oh, my goodness. Well, before we finish this up. Have you ever even seen that show? I have, like a thousand times. <laughs> okay. Sam Malone, beloved Ted Danson. Yes. Is an alcoholic. Yeah. And he works at a bar. And the whole thing is, Sam works at a bar, but he doesn't drink. So we think that we're Sam. I don't have a problem. I can work the bake sale. I can make cookies oh, for everybody. This is really you know, good. I'm just, I'm going to test my resolve. If Sam Malone, a TV character paid millions of dollars, can make it happen, so can we. I can go sit in Kentucky Fried Chicken and just have a diet soda. Oh, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll just, I'll manage the bake sale I'm fine. It's not a big issue. Oh, wait, it is. Uh, I don't want it to go bad. Yeah, it turns out I'm still the same person who's still going to eat all that stuff. I know. I actually, uh, today in the memories, Facebook memories, taking me down memory lane, uh, came up seven years ago where I made the sugar cookies for our daughter's class. Yeah. And literally ate half of the dough and had to make little tiny baby cookies for all the kids because I had eaten half of the dough. Uh, I needed to make sure they made it around the class. Everybody got half a heart, like a best friend friend locket chain didn't work out so well for me so that was a grim reminder of my uh my past 
benevolent behavior of making cookies for the class. And now you're giving our listening audience your entire heart. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Um, I think that that wraps up the first part of our our Gretchen Rubin logic loopholes retrospective uh, redux. (laughs) Redux, exactly. (laughs) And really think, just think about these five that we've given you. What do you invoke? How can you start being an agent of change in your own life, calling yourself on your own excuses, making positive changes? And if you need help with any of them, now might be a great time to join Wolt Place, W-O-L-T Place. Uh, It is an online accountability group based on Facebook uh, for women where we support each other and help uh, really shine a light on the old excuses and loopholes that we give ourselves. So if you'd like more information on that, you can go to our website, weonlylookthin.com, and click on Join Our Support Group. Yep. Uh, there's uh, more information about it, and uh, there's information on pricing, etc. And uh, you can also reach out to us uh, via email if you have any questions about that. Catherine mentioned it earlier in the show, uh, weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Um, and if you sign up for uh, Walt Place, uh, you get a complimentary uh, three-day trial if you sign up for one month, and you get a complimentary seven-day trial if you sign up for a three-month membership. Yeah. So uh, check it out. Yeah. And if you would like to follow us on the socials, you can do that on the Instagrams, the Twitters, and the Facebooks at We Only Look Thin. You sure can. And if you like this episode or like to listen to more of them, they are all available uh, still at our website. We only look thin at, uh, uh, wow, we only look thin.com. And uh, it is also available wherever you found this podcast. Yep. And if you found this podcast and you liked it, you can go to Apple Podcasts and maybe give us a rating and review. We're at uh, 425 star reviews. Wow. Yeah, that's that's bona fide. That's pretty darn good. Yeah, we love the feedback and the stars make us happy. And it also helps people to find the show. The more ratings and reviews we get, uh, the more we get boosted in search results when people are looking for shows about uh, health and fitness. Yep. So if you're still making half-heart cookies but would want to give your whole heart to your weight loss and fitness plan, just remember that Catherine and I are an inspiration Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.